Welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Smith, registered dietitian and weight loss expert. As your guest host, I'm interviewing dietitian bosses and sharing their stories to inspire you to take action and create a six-figure income using social media marketing. Meredith Bilski is a virtual dietitian helping women break the yo-yo dieting cycle so they can reach their weight loss goals. Meredith is passionate about helping women achieve their weight loss goals because she knows what it's like to feel miserable, anxious, and frustrated while trying to lose weight. After suffering a foot injury that ended her running career, Meredith gained weight during high school and college, which triggered years of yo-yo dieting and food anxiety before she finally lost 30 pounds by eating balanced, consistent meals and following a flexible weight loss plan. Now, Meredith empowers and educates women to break their yo-yo dieting cycle and eat in a way that promotes both healthy, sustainable weight loss and a healthy life. Welcome, Meredith. I am so excited for this today. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Anything I missed from your amazing bio? No, that's pretty much it. I'm on social media, building my private practice while still working full time. So it's oh my been a real big learning experience. Yeah, we're going to get into that. You navigating not only building your business while also working full time like that takes a lot of determination and everything. That's amazing. Before we begin, where can we find you on social media? So my handle is at empowered.weightloss. I love it. We're going to all look her up, follow her if you don't already, and follow her along on social. So really diving right in, I want to talk about kind of where you started off at to where you are now since working with Libby and building your practice, knowing you still are working full time. Can you give the listeners kind of a background on you know where you started to where you are now? Yeah. So I started out no idea what I wanted to do in nutrition, but I just knew that I really liked food and talking about nutrition. So I explored a bunch of different kind of career paths. I worked in a nursing home while I was getting my master's in public health. And then I actually moved back home and took the job that I'm at now where I work outpatient in doctor's office, kind of seeing any and all patients for whatever nutrition needs. And I kind of started listening to Libby's podcast and it really kind of clicked with me that when you try to help everyone, which is basically what I do in my job now, you're really helping no one. So that really kind of helped me realize, oh, I really do want to kind of niche down and, and focus on one type of client in private practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When do you realize you wanted to specifically work with weight loss? Um, I know you mentioned, you know, working with everyone is really working with no one or marketing to everyone is marketing to no one. Right. And it's hard mm-hmm. to really find that niche and find your voice. How did you decide on weight loss focused private practice? Well, I'm kind of the type of person that I know what I don't want before I know what I do want. So working in my current job, I knew like, you know, I wasn't about GI and PEDS and all those types of things, which are great fields are just not for me. And I found that I found kind of the most, the most joy and, and kind of the most interest working with women trying to lose weight uh, in my current job. And then one day I was working with a, a patient at work and she goes, you know, I just feel so much more empowered now and I feel so much better after losing weight. And that was kind of the moment where I was like, oh, yep, this is what I want to do. That is so amazing. And I think that serves as such inspiration to dietitian bosses out there who are trying to become a dietitian boss, open their own business and kind of, if anything, like if you felt like I did when I first, you know, finished schooling, I kind of loved so much about nutrition that it was hard for me to niche down just because there are so many amazing fields, but having that one amazing experience with just that one client, that one woman you were able to work with and really using that to leverage, like how to find more of those types of women. That's really what you've done here, which is phenomenal. 
Yeah, a lot of my posts and my marketing come from, well, even back to just niching down, I kind of thought about who are the clients that I work with in my day job that kind of are really who I want to work with long term. And I kind of use them to kind of build my target client and my niche. And then I also have used some of what we worked with during my day job to kind of inspire my posts now while I continue to gain clients in private practice. That is so amazing. And really, I mean, you took the ideal client and really went with it, meaning Mm -hmm. you had this one person and that one client is the person you were thinking of when you were making content, which is really cool. Since that first client, when she said, you know, she wanted to feel empowered by losing weight and feeling amazing in her body and you using that and even for your handle, I, I totally love this now. How has your niche evolved since then as you've grown on social media and got more clarity on the people and the women that you want to work with? Well, so I think weight loss in general can be very broad. You know, there's many types of weight loss. So I really thought about the clients that I've worked with and what their struggles are. And I really kind of honed in on those women that have been trying to lose weight for months or years without success and have tried every diet there is, have been yo-yo dieting and just are kind of, you know, so far down the dieting rabbit hole that they don't even really know how to eat properly anymore. So those are the women I kind of really target to kind of almost just, you know, reset their nutrition and their thoughts around food and weight and try to help them lose weight and actually keep it off so they can kind of get out of the yo-yo dieting cycle. That's amazing. Yeah. And such a needed field within the realm of weight loss. And I completely Mm -hmm. agree. You can have this broad niche of weight loss or, you know, intuitive eating, mindful eating, or even peds or even geriatric nutrition. I don't Mm -hmm. know but really digging down deep and understanding the person that you're trying to help and, you know, their insecurities and, you know, what they're struggling with is really what you've done um, as you kind of evolve your niche over time, which is fantastic. So knowing your niche and, you know, the, the, how you've grown on social media, what would you give as maybe one or two tips to the listeners about how to build the know, like, and trust with your audience? So they are continuing to show up to your page, wanting to hear from you and eventually buy your services. So I think the first thing in terms of posting is to really focus on what they need in their pain points versus what you want to talk about, which when I started my Instagram, I was kind of just talking about anything and everything. um, And it was more about just what I wanted to talk about. So you really have to make it for them and be a resource for your audience. And then I think the other thing that really helps with building the know, like, and trust is to just show up and show up and be yourself. I think dietitians sometimes have this reputation of being like the food police or like kale eating robots and and we're not. So I think it's just important to show up and be, you know, authentically you and show who you are as a person in addition to who you are, you know, as a dietitian. Wait, hold up. This kale eating, whatever you said was just so amazing. That is so true. And I think that's kind of debunking kind of what your experience will be like in your coaching program too, right? We have this, um, I know in the field of weight loss and with really many dietitians, a lot of our times our clients are almost scared to apply for coaching and work with us because they think we're going to be so rigid and strict and you know you have to eat salad kale salads every day to lose weight and feel amazing but in reality you're you're breaking down that mold and by showcasing you know whether it's you eating real food or you know even your personality you can break down this mold of what being a dietitian really is and what it's like working with you how do you specifically break down that mold in your marketing and how you show up and show your face every day how do you do that Well, so I've made it a goal to at least show up talking on my stories, which is not my favorite thing to do, but I'm working on it. It was definitely a a breaking out of my comfort zone, but I I make it a goal to show up once a week, whether I'm talking about, you know, what I'm having for dinner or about my post that day or something my dog did, you know, anything to just kind of get my audience familiar with who I am, my voice, 
what I'm doing on a daily basis, just kind of give them a glimpse of my my life. And I, you know, I'm not shy about what I eat. So, you know, if it's pizza night here, I'm going to say, you know, here I am eating pizza, but also I had a salad before it. So, you know, it's kind of showing how I take or how I follow the same advice that I'm giving them to show that, you know, we're not that different. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite sayings is practice what you preach. And I think Mm -hmm. that really shows authenticity, like what you're saying. And I think I'm thinking of Libby this week, and I know she shares this so much in her coaching programs too, but you know, her idea of showing your face, whether you're wearing makeup or not, Mm -hmm. it's sort of like show what you're eating, whether you're eating kale salads every day or eating a slice of freaking pizza, like amazing. You can have both of them and still totally achieve your goals um, with your coaching. And I think it really shows who you are and, and the real person that you are and the type of diet that your client wants to eat at the end of the day to be able to achieve their goals, which is amazing. So when it comes to social media, I know it sounds like when you first began working with Libby, you were kind of posting what you wanted to and not what your ideal client wanted. And you've gotten a lot of clarity on empowering women for weight loss and, and really helping them structure their diet in a way that's getting them to their goals. What has your experience been like using social media specifically to grow your business, knowing you are an online business? So before I started working with Libby, I was kind of just posting. I didn't really have an ideal client, so I didn't really know who I was talking to. And I'd I'd get DMs from people asking me about, can you help me with this? And then can you help me with this? And like, I was confusing them and also confusing myself about what my goal really was. So working with Libby really helped me kind of narrow my focus on who I was talking to, what their pain points were, and also how to track how my posts are doing. So I had no system. I had no idea what was doing great. I knew what, you know, IG metrics were, but I didn't know what ones to look at, what was important. So I think it's really helped me, working with Olivia has really helped me transition from just like having an Instagram that's a business Instagram to using it as a business tool for my business. Yeah. What I'm really hearing, which I completely love, is you're really focusing on the marketing aspect of things and using that marketing to then see what is working, see what isn't working when it comes to sales, obviously in that bottom line, your business does need and the impact you want to make and then using what is doing well and repeating it and trying to do it better and better and, you know, progressing yourself. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm always kind of reviewing my posting, which ones do better, you know, which ones really connected with my target audience and which ones maybe didn't as much and kind of repurposing the ones that have really connected with my audience. Cause that's really what Instagram is about, you know, connecting with your audience, communicating with them, whether it's in comments or DMS, um, which is another thing I wasn't really doing cause I wasn't really sure how to go about it. So Libby's really helped kind of frame out how to really communicate and engage with your target target audience, which has been really helpful. That is fantastic. Yeah. Now I have to ask, and we have to rewind a little bit. I want to go back to day one, month one, day one, your Instagram feed, when you first began empowered weight loss and you switched your handle and you know, you got niche and focus on helping that one type of woman. What Mm -hmm. did your feed look like then versus now? Flash forward to now. <laughs> so, so there was really no uniformity to my posts before. It was kind of just, you know, what I ate in a day or a post or a picture of me, you know, I'm a weightlifter, so lifting and trying to connect yeah. that way and just kind of random topics. There was no kind of clear message that was coming out. And it, it really took me a long time to figure out what my message was, which is what Libby really helped with. So now my message is much clearer. You know, I'm here to help you lose weight and keep it off and help you feel empowered. So before it was just kind of a mess and now it's it's much cleaner and more focused. Yeah, oh I love that. And going back to what you said before, your 
making content, not for yourself and not necessarily for your business, but for the women that you want to help. And it's authentically having them come to your page and then, you know, want to work with you at the end of the day. Now, knowing kind of what your feed was like before and the evolution you've had being much more niche and focused on serving your ideal client, how did you change your process of creating content so you were able to accomplish this goal and actually get the people you want to work with to your Instagram page and through the door of your business? So before I was either just using old pictures that I had on my phone or taking a picture of what I was eating right that right then and now, and there was kind of no plan, no system to it. So now what I do is I tend to work batch work. So I will create content kind of in a few hours on a weekend for either the upcoming week or the week after. And then I am always got a running list in my phone of ideas that come up when I'm either, you know, out and about or talking to clients. So there's been, there's post-it notes all over my desk at work and at home things, you know, clients will say, I'm like, oh, that would make a great post later. So, so really just kind of collecting ideas. And then I, I, I kind of try to at least sit down and do it all in one shot. Cause it wasn't really efficient to just do it the night before or the day of, or, you know, right when I'm posting, trying to write a caption or create an image. And then my fiance has been very kind to help me take pictures oh, for my Instagram. What a man. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he is now also a photographer. Um, which he's, he has fun with it. So it's great. So it's been really helpful. You know, I never thought I would be at home having like a photo shoot, but it really is just helpful to take a lot of pictures at once and then just kind of use them. So you don't have to be constantly creating content. You can kind of do it in batches, which is far more efficient than what I was doing before. Amen. 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 So everything that you're saying, so I have a notebook that it sits by my desk all the time. Anytime a client or, you know, I just see something, I'm immediately writing it down, putting it in my phone if I'm outside. Cause I mean, sometimes random ideas can just come to me even when I'm walking through the grocery store, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just out in public and, or say I'm at a restaurant now that coronavirus and the quarantine stuff is ending. And I hear, you know, someone over my shoulder say something and I'm like, that is great content. So whenever you have those ideas, I completely agree. Just writing them down in a place cause you are going to forget them and they can be so valuable. And I've actually had some amazing posts just from, you know, content that randomly comes into my mind like that too. But I love that my fiance used to also take photos of me inside of our apartment when I first started my business. And even till this day, so we we actually ended up getting a tripod because he got so sick of it. But no, definitely using the people around you to kind of help you be more efficient. And by doing content in bulk like that, it, it really just makes it so much easier. So because it's more efficient for you, how has that impacted your business overall? So I think it's just made it a little bit less stressful and a bit more organized for me. And since I kind of have the content ready in advance, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll switch it up if something else comes up or something uh, more appropriate at the time. But I think having it done has helped me be less stressful. So it helps me just show up more. It gives me more time to show up and connect with my audience more because the posts are already ready to go. You know, I use an app that auto posts. So, you know, because I'm working, I work a regular day job, I can't always be on Instagram. So if I know the post is going up, then, you know, I don't have to kind of worry about it as much. So it helps keep me consistent and consistently showing up for my audience instead of just kind of posting randomly. Yeah, absolutely. And being consistent is honestly so important when it comes to nutrition, but when it comes to growing a business and especially on social media, because your ideal client wants to see you there. And I think also streamlining your systems is so important. And I know that's something Libby has taught me a lot about, but as you continue to grow, your time is going to be more limited. And right now, of course, it's limited as you're, you know, you are working, you know, full time and trying to do this on the side. But I mean, we also have to think of moving forward. If this becomes your full-time job, 
you're also going to be limited on time, right? So anything to make processes easier is going to give you back more time. So you have more time to spend with your husband or fiance or, or significant other or walking your dogs. I know you have dogs as well. Um, and really, you know, having that work-life balance as well. So so you can you know, show up when, when you do show up, it's really great, right? Instead of showing up all the time and, and not putting your effort into it and, and kind of half doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So right now you do work full-time. What's your full-time job and what do you do there? So I work as an outpatient dietitian in primary care offices, and I basically get referrals from doctors for just about any nutrition concern from, you know, infants to the elderly. And I am just helping them with whatever it is, whether it's weight loss, weight gain, you know, food allergies, picky eating, GI issues. So really pretty much anything the whole gamut of stuff. Yeah. You're a jack of all trades, Meredith. Yes, <laughs> now, yes. knowing what you do there, I know you said that that was some of an inspiration of why you wanted to do your own virtual business. Tell us that story because I know that's something that a lot of dietitians who are working clinical or just another full-time job right now, they're seeing so many different people and mm-hmm. it can feel very overwhelming. I know for myself, I started off in a private practice for um, a company that I was working for and seeing so many different types of people. I felt like I just didn't know a lot. Like I felt like I knew so much about different things, but like I wasn't the expert on one thing. And that was really a struggle for me for how I could best help my clients because I felt like I had to be a jack of all trades. How has working with so many different people impacted your experience of wanting to niche down and focus specifically on weight loss for women that have yo-yo dieted? Well, it's kind of exactly what you said. So I took this job originally because I was... I was working in the nursing home and while I love the residents, their nutrition isn't always the most exciting. So I took this job because I was going to see so many different types of people and, you know, I was going to learn so much by working with all types of nutrition issues. But now it's kind of at a point where it's just too overwhelming. I can't know everything about every type of condition and it doesn't allow me to be the expert in anything because I constantly have to look up or research different things um, because, you know, pediatrics isn't always super frequent or GI issues isn't super frequent. So, so sometimes you have to kind of go back and relearn those things. And it it makes it really hard to really genuinely help somebody if you're not the expert in that, because we're obviously experts in nutrition, but we're not experts, you know, necessarily in celiacs or something like that, because I have to constantly see different people. You know, my day could start with a picky eating child is a picky eater. Then I have, you know, my next client is someone that's a diabetic. Then the next person is weight loss. The next person is weight gain. So it's really switching your, your mindset, every single client, and it makes it really hard. So that's why I was listening to Libby's podcast actually one day and, and I can't remember who she was interviewing, but the person, you know, it's really nice to be able to just focus on one thing. And that was kind of when it clicked that I was like, yep, I, that's what I originally took this job for has now become kind of what is not so fun about it. So focusing on one thing is really what I want to do. Absolutely. Now thinking back to when, I mean, before you started your private practice, I know you're still working at your job right now, but Mm -hmm. before you made that leap and heard that podcast and really knew you wanted to focus in on one type of person, what advice would you give to someone who's kind of at that pre-contemplation phase? Like, you know, you want to make a change, but like also starting your own virtual practice can feel very overwhelming knowing like you are starting from scratch. What advice has helped you that you would give to someone else starting off? I would say if, you, if you're hesitant, because I kind of played with the idea for a while, I would kind of sit and ask yourself, you know, do you see yourself in the, the job you're at right now in five years? Or do you oh, wow. see yourself enjoying the job you're at? in five years because clinical is not for everyone. So I would say, you know, 
if you're feeling hesitant, just do it, just start the practice. And then, you know, if you decide it's not for you, then it's not for you either. But I would say you have to kind of focus on what's best for you because this is your career and you want to enjoy it. Yeah. I really, what I'm hearing from you is you only have one life to live, right? Mm -hmm. So say you start something and you don't enjoy it. Like you can switch to another niche. And I know women Mm -hmm. that have done that all the time, especially, you know, if they realize they don't want to be in a certain niche related to, to their journey, but it, what I'm really hearing is just, you know, you have to do it, right? And you don't want to have regrets, you know, a couple of years down the line, like, what if I didn't start this private practice and, and try to do this? And, you know, worst case scenario, say you still love clinical, you can still work in clinical. But as someone who's made that transition from clinical to, you know, owning my own business as well, just like you, it's, there's just so much more reward working with that mm-hmm. one type of person and, and feeling like you're really, really helping them. And of course, we're all dietitians, and we're all helping people, but being so focused on that one person, I honestly truly believe that you are able to help them more because you are the expert on what you do. And you see so many people just like that one ideal client that, you know, the impact, the person who wanted to feel empowered when you first started off, like you, you know exactly what their struggles are and how to get them there. And when you repeatedly work with those types of people, it is a process that's so repeatable for your clientele. Yeah. I think it just helps when you really connect with your client because you just get so much more joy out of it when you know you you feel like you know you really connected with them you work really well together and it's so much more rewarding than kind of just working with everybody and not really sure how we leaving each you know session being like eh, I don't know if that went that great versus you know working with the target audience you want to work with and leaving each session saying you know wow that that was a really great session yeah. Oh my goodness. And there's no worse feeling as a dietitian leaving a session when you feel like you're not super confident in what you're talking about and being like, I don't know if I helped them. Mm-hmm. But when you're so niche on what you do, you know you're helping your audience. Even your Instagram content is helping people, mm-hmm. right? Your free content, that impact you're making in the world, that's helping them. And imagine what you can do behind closed doors when you're the expert on one thing. So amazing. So knowing how much of your journey has changed since getting more niche on who you're working with your marketing what's next for you what do you feel comfortable sharing with the audience well so the long-term goal is to make my online private practice my full-time job so you know for the foreseeable future it's just me building my practice getting better at marketing getting better at attracting my target audience and hopefully you know making this my full-time job um, because that is really what I would love to do what I say to my clients is let's change that hopefully to a, I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> it's not a hope. It is going to happen when you market consistently and really put everything into it. Like this is a repeatable process. It is going to work and it is working for you already. So there's no reasons why we can't double, triple, quadruple your impact even more. Just, you know, by consistently showing up, like Libby says, show your face and, you know, putting in the work day in and day out, just like what we teach our clients. That's so amazing. Any special projects on the table or um, anything with your coaching that you're fun to kind of release soon? Not yet. I mean, I always have a lot of ideas in my head of things I'd like to do in the future, you know, like ebooks or guides and stuff like that. So there's definitely things I want to do in the future, but right now it's just really building my, my clientele so I can make this full time and then start exploring the other options after that. That's so amazing, Meredith. Tunnel vision, focusing on one yes. thing and doing it well. That's definitely the theme of today's talk. I mm-hmm. love it. Awesome. Anything else that you would like to share with the audience? This was so amazing chatting with you. I would just say, you know, if you're hesitant to start, just do it. You don't need a color scheme, a branding, a website, you know, all those things that, you know, you think you need to start posting, just start posting 
you're it's gonna be imperfect sometimes some posts are gonna do great and some are gonna do not so great and that's fine it's all really just a learning experience and if you just take kind of all that information you're getting back from instagram to grow then you will grow and you'll get better at it so instead of you know hesitating i would just say just do it yeah i'd say amen to all that you don't need a branding logo website color scheme none of that you literally the if you want to start a virtual practice post like that is mm -hmm. the one thing you need to do and then you're going to keep doing it and doing it and getting better just like riding a bike you're going to get better at it and eventually learn how to make it work and happen and i think that is the most valuable piece of advice any any new dietitian could get i love that yeah absolutely i mean you just instead of waiting to do it just do it and see what happens i love it well, thank you so much, Meredith. This is so awesome and you're super inspiring. Remind everyone, where can we find you on social media so we can give you a follow? Yes, my handle is at empowered.weightloss on Instagram. And thank you so much. I had a great time. I love it. Bye guys. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.